0: Hey, welcome to Amen, Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We're talking about joy this week. That's right, joy to the world. And we need some joy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sharing this podcast. I hope that you share this with someone that you think needs some joy in their life this week. Um, It's Pastor Ben here we are rocking on. We're getting actually kind of close to the, hundredth uh, episode of amen brother Ben. I might have to do a shindig. I have to do an extravaganza explosion, um, to mark the hundredth episode, which is not hard to get to when you do an episode like five episodes a week, but don't take this for me. This is, this is what I'm excited about. So we're doing this. We're aiming this for the end of the year. So anyway, um, I wanted to talk about joy because uh, on Sunday, I preached a sermon uh, at my church, at Freedom Family Church, Silas City, called A Season of Joy, and it followed last week when we were talking about hope. And these two things kind of hold hands, right? Joy and hope, they're they're very connected. But uh, one of the things that I think stuck out to some of our people was the fact that hope is for the future, but joy is for right now. Like when I'm praying for you, the podcast listener, or you, the the church attender, or the Christian uh, for for hope, that's something that's gonna it's gonna help now, but it's really it's something in the future. But when I want that's like joy for the future, but I also want joy for you right now. And so we we broke down a couple different ways that we could have. I don't know. I'll call it legit joy, right? Like legitimate real not faked happiness not put on a a mask and pretend like you've got it together but a deep abiding enduring resilient infectious joy that like goes down to the root of who you are in your being in your soul and that doesn't mean you're always in a you know great mood but it doesn't mean you don't have joy. There's a difference in joy and happiness, right? And I think we've lost that. And and one of the things that I think we need to understand uh, is the source of our joy is important. Uh, and so I, I, I don't, I'm not going to just rehash my sermon, but I wanted to dig in deeper on some different uh, parts of joy that I think we need to talk about. Uh, for instance, one of the things I said was that if you want to have resilient joy, a joy that stands up uh, in the face of, uh, of, of oppression, in the face of an enemy, in the face of pushback, in the face of depression, in the face of sadness and uh, despondency and loneliness, if you want to have a resilient joy that, that things bounce off of and stays intact, uh, it needs to be based on the promises of God. And we talked about how, you know, Christmas is a, uh, a realization of one of God's promises, but God makes a lot of promises in his word. And I think some, of, I think it's either we do not know them because we haven't read them. And so we don't have them as scripture says, hidden down in our hearts so that, and, and, and ready to be pulled out when we needed it. So we might not even know it, but if we know it, we don't really believe these promises. Like, I'm just going to run off some particular ones that have been on my heart lately, like in Matthew 11, where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. This is something we've, I've spent on my mind a lot this year, is how to get rest, how to get rejuvenated. And uh, Jesus makes a promise here. God makes a promise through his son that uh, if you are weary and burdened, if you will go to Jesus, he will give you rest right? If you, if you don't, don't turn to any of these other things, now, now he may send you to these other things, but don't look at uh, a nap. Don't look although Jesus took naps. Um, hashtag Jesus took naps, be like Jesus. Um, it's not these other things that, that may help that are the source of your rest. It's Jesus. So if you go to Jesus, he makes this promise, I will give you rest. Um, Jesus's brother, James says this in his book. In James one, it says, "Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds." So when you're going through it, and especially going through it for the sake of following Jesus, right? Let's let's make a delineation here. Don't expect that God's going to always uh, give you joy when you make a stupid mistake. Sometimes you may have to eat those consequences. But it says, consider it. Pure joy whenever you face trials of many kinds, kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So there's another promise, that if you will consider it joy when you go through hard times, whenever you're going through something for the sake of the fact that you are following Jesus and we live in a sinful, broken world, then that faith will produce perseverance. That's a promise. One of my favorite promises comes in Romans 8.28. Uh, where Paul says, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So there's a promise of God that if you, uh, that no matter what happens, no matter what tragedy, no matter what sinful uh, thing happens in the world, God has the ability. By the way, God doesn't cause sin. Just so you know, that's a whole nother discussion. But but even God can take the sinfulness, right, of our world and work it out in a way that is good if if you love him and you're called according to his purpose so you 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 work on loving God you make sure you're called according to his purpose you're you're following what what you believe he is leading you in your life you're you're obeying what you know uh and and everything will work out to the good um Isaiah 54:10 says the Though the mountains will be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, and my covenant of peace, or, nor my covenant of peace be removed," says the Lord, who has compassion on you. God made a promise to His people, and that, at first that was Israel, but then they opened up the doors of that family to anyone who was adopted into the family of God through His Son Jesus. That um, that He will never remove His unfailing love. For you. He always has compassion on you. James 4, 7, we'll go back to James, says resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's a promise that if you fight back, the devil's a little, you know what, right? He, he does not, he cannot compete and he will flee from you if you resist him, if you seek to do the things that you know God wants you to do. And then one more promise for you uh, that I just wanted to give you for this Christmas season. Again, I know these don't have anything to do with baby Jesus, but stick with me. Philippians 4 says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I love that promise. The promise that if you will, in every situation, pray, with a thankful heart, and, and and ask God, then God will give you a peace that will guard your heart and mind through Jesus. So th- these are some promises that we can take hold of this this holiday season, this Christmas season. And when we do that, it will bring us joy. And my, my goal for you is to have a joyful Christmas season and a joyful life from here on out. We are going to find joy in the midst of the dumpster fire garbage heap that is 2020. There is joy to be had and I want you to have it. So that's what we're going to do this week on amenben.com. And you can find me, I think, uh, Big Ben on air on Facebook. Um, Make sure you share this. Got to get more listeners, man. We got to spread that joy out. It's got to be infectious. We're going to talk about that later on this week as well. Y'all have a great day. We love you. See you back uh, next episode to talk more about joy.